welcome. I'm Erin Cuthbert, footballer for Chelsea and the Scotland national team, and you're listening to the Blue Day podcast. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. Yes, folks, this is the Blue Day podcast. And for Chelsea fans everywhere, every day is a Blue Day. I am your host, as always, Keith Lawrence. And joining me again this week, he can't wait to have his say on the shambles that's going on at Chelsea Football Club, <laughs> the circus of Chelsea Football Club. Here is Milan Laukovic. He's returned once again. Milan, nice to have you back on the show. Where do we want to start with this? <laughs> Where can we start? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah, very. It's not even disappointment. It's more sad uh, what is happening at the moment. Obviously, they gave us some glimpses against the good teams, uh, some decent result against obviously Arsenal and City. Even though we didn't win any of them games, but performances to build on. Do you know what I mean? And then we get smashed against Newcastle, who gets smashed against Spurs. But we won against Spurs, although I think if they didn't have nine men, we probably wouldn't won that game. So who knows? And then uh, now we're going to Everton game. And obviously we are online, whatever. I don't think many Chelsea fans believed we can get something out of this game. Do you know what I mean? No. And that's crazy. That's crazy, man. We're talking about no disrespect to Everton, who is... Flying at the moment, who are, sorry, who are flying at the moment. Shondai's transformed them massively. But we are going to the game expecting to lose against Everton. And uh, for me, that sums it up. Sad. If Everton didn't have that 10-point deduction, they'd be above us. Yeah, yeah, they, they got... That's how bad it's getting. Go. And, uh, and uh, deservedly, deservedly, do you know what I mean? Mm. Deserved. Deserved. Um, as as you can probably tell, we're going to have a bit of a rant on this episode about Chelsea and the shambles that has come about with this once proud football club. Bearing in mind, two years ago, we were we were European champions. Mm. Before we mentioned, not too much, Amber, not too much uh, of a rant because I I believe I can still work there one day. <laughs> <laughs> you you me both, but I think my time's mm. probably gone. But. Speaking of somebody who's working there at the moment and he's captain, he's got injured again in Reese James. Yeah, sad, man, sad. Very sad. What do you think is going on with him? Because I've heard stories of he's not happy being there now. I've heard stories that no, 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 he's, no, no. he's having issues with his knees. There's potential whereby he might the best to to get the best out of him is not at right back. It's as a defensive midfielder or a holding mm. midfielder. Mm. What do you think's happening with Reese James? Because I can't put my finger on it. There's some fans that are saying he needs to go. He's injury prone. Other fans are saying this is, this is another Mason Mount situation. Where do you stand on Reese James? No, I think he's a fantastic player. And I think uh, Chelsea with him in the team is a completely different team, especially now you need him. But, Look, he, his hammies at the moment are letting him down. Uh, they need to find the, what's this causing? Why is it coming back? And I'm sure they are doing the best. Obviously, Chelsea's uh, top in this uh, uh, football environment when it comes to medicals and stuff. 
Um, you've got everything there and uh, all the contacts and doctors all around the world, they speak to each other. So uh, they need to get bottom of it. People are saying about operation, but if you don't need operation, then operation is always last last thing that should be happening. Do you know what I mean? It's always the, until you don't have to have it, try to do uh, everything, uh, the rehab uh, uh, without the operation. So uh, I don't think that's the, that, that's the step forward for him. But uh, sometimes it's just luck, do you know what I mean? But uh, I don't know, does he come back too quick even though he was managed? Uh, he has been managed now two games, he didn't play. Strange, man, strange. And it's sad because the club needs him on the pitch, do you know what I mean? The players, the fans, they, we need him. Big player, man, big player. Good player defensively and attacking gives you a lot. So, yeah, sad to see. It is strange. I wouldn't tell him though. To, sorry to answer your question, I wouldn't sell him. Never, never, no, no chance. Well, I was going to suggest because there is, yeah, there was speculation probably last year or the year before that Reese James was linked with, mm-hmm. with Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. I can't see that personally. If these injury records going to continue, I, I can't see yeah, Real Madrid going to want to spend so much on him with his injury record. Man City, maybe as a replacement for Walker, possibly. But the issue that I've got is, yes, okay, he's in, he's injured again. We don't know how long for. Hoping it's not going to be as long as what it was last season or the year before. We've not had a fit Reese James for n- nearly three years now. I've seen, I've seen uh, the stats today, how many games he missed. I think 70 games since Porto. Mm. That's mad. Mm. 70 games. Wow. And he's really not even reached his peak yet. And that's that's quite yeah. scary. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot about the injuries and it's not nice. It's the worst place that you can look after what, uh, since I left Walsall, I think. I don't even know. I think last season at Walsall, I played 55 games. And I don't think I, I went over 30 since. Which is just mad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it happens, it happens. And you're trying to find a solution. And uh, I think I cracked it now because last two years it has been good for me. Touch wood. But um, yeah, sometimes it's just coming and coming and coming. And you need to find the balance between how much you can push yourself, how much you can do in the gym, the uh, injury prevention work. Obviously, you're speaking to your physios and everything. Speak to your manager, managing, and, and it's all this that needs to come together. And then, uh, hopefully, you get rid of the the injuries. Uh, but I don't know. It's hard to fix it. Well, one person that needs to fix it quick, and he has to fix it quick, is Mauricio Pochettino. Some <laughs> fans I've heard on socials mm. and. A little bit of advice for those that potentially do get pissed off with Chelsea results. Never go on social media after a defeat. Probably yeah, the, yeah, one yeah. of the worst things to do. I I try not to. I try and maybe do a little bit on Instagram or a little bit on Facebook, but Instagram or X, never do it. Just turn it off. Watch something on telly or just do something. Read a book. There's a lot of talk about Pochettino's future. Some fans have now decided he's not the he he's not the one. There's fans that are saying it's not his fault. He's been given a bad bunch of players. It's not his fault. Blah 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 blah. 
There are even some fans, and I did actually question their mentality and their IQ when they said, I'll bring Mourinho back. Mourinho can be our saviour for the third time. We'll t- we'll touch on Mourinho in a minute because I'll 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 tell you how much Mourinho meant to me as a Chelsea supporter. But yeah. he would be the he him and Todd would not get on. That would last five minutes for a start. Mm, but probably on Pochettino, is he to blame? Is 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 some of part of? I think there's many parties to blame in this situation. Many parties, obviously, the recruitment. I think and that. all of them are to blame. Players, Listen, recruit. You have uh, sometimes decent performances against top teams. Brentford do it. Do you know what I mean? Brentford do it. Uh, Brighton do it. Look at Aston Villa. Fifteen games at home. One. The manager changed them like that. Um, what's it called? Uh, Spurs manager comes in. Change them like that. Okay, now they have a blip. Uh, they had few injuries and that suspensions. But this is what I'm. I was thinking the other day. Imagine uh, we had Ange or uh, Emery or Deserbi with the style of he wants to play. Okay, Brighton also not getting uh, the results they want probably as much uh, as last season. But um, would they get something out of this? Uh, or more out of these players with the way they're playing? I'm not so sure, man. I think the balance of the team is not not right. Hmm. As I said, glimpses against City, Arsenal, okay, decent performances. But then we lose against Fulham. Then we lose against now... Um, then we lose against Forrest at home, who... I think that's the only, way, only, only win this season, Forrest. I think they're only if away I, if win. I, if yeah. I'm right. I'm I not think sure. they're only away win. No, away win. Okay, sorry. Mm. Away win. Mm. Uh, my bad. And uh, now Everton is beating us. Yeah. Which, as I said, they are flying. But, do you know what I mean? Like, strange. So, many parties to, to blame. Has to be a coach as well, I guess, because obviously results is from the coach and the players. But the recruitment. Jackson, even with the goals he, he has been scoring, I I don't see it at the moment. I, I, I don't see it. Uh, Cancelo for me, I told you before, I think uh, John Obi Mikel was better than Cancelo. Uh, and we paid 100 million for him. Declan Rice is miles miles better than him and we let him go to Arsenal. Uh, grew up at Chelsea. Okay, we were... Look, I think Declan Rice did the right decision because uh, look where Arsenal is and look where Chelsea is. You know, hmm. completely different. Champions League, Arteta, blah, blah, blah. So they have project miles... Uh, Miles ahead of us. So he went uh, for football reasons, not with his heart. Okay, I believe. Probably did help the fact how we treated Mount, but that's that's another show all in itself, to be fair. Yeah, got probably another, <laughs> uh, yeah, probably another one because they are very good mates. Yeah, who knows? That's that's for the that's for the Twitter or X, how you call it now as well. Uh, that's for that debate. Uh, but yeah. And with Mourinho, tell me. Tell me what you wanted to say about Mourinho. Somebody mentioned it on X two weeks ago. They said, bring back the special one. He'd be the one to sort all this mess out. And I I get it. Nostalgia's brilliant. I, I you know, I'm I'm a big lover of nostalgia. There's times where when it's on and nothing else is, yeah. I still watch Baywatch, for example, right? There are nostalgia's great. Nothing wrong with it. Okay. I still I prefer the old James yeah. Bond films to the new ones. I prefer the yeah, old so Star Wars films to the new ones, right? We all love nostalgia. Mourinho coming back 
I, I can't see it. I can't see it being re- any realistic at all. I think not that he's not a good manager. Mourinho is one of the best of all time. No one's going to change my mind on that. Todd Bowley will not go for Jose Mourinho because Jose Mourinho will say the one word that Todd Bowley doesn't like, and that's no. Will you? But remember, would, remember, would you like um, us to spend thirty million on this eighteen-year-old from Brazil? No, spend it on Ozyman. Spend it on a, stri- a proven goal scorer. Spend it on somebody that, like a Frankie De Jong, for example. Oh no, well, we can't do that. But we've got this nineteen-year-old from Serbia. We've got this twenty-year-old that's coming through. No, Mourinho and so. Todd will not work. I remember though they apparently contacted him before Pochettino, and Mourinho's contract is running out now in the summer. So I think they will go for him. I think hundred percent they will go for him if nothing changes. And then it's obviously up to him if he decides to come or not. But potentially they could go for him uh, if things don't change with uh, Maurizio Pochettino. But maybe I'm wrong. This is just my opinion because they apparently contacted him before Pochettino. But maybe also that's false. Who knows? But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, he's Mourinho. And Mourinho and Chelsea always clicks. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, yes, indeed. I, would, I wouldn't be against. I wouldn't be against it. Obviously, reshuffle again. Few different signings that would need to happen. Maybe sub this project off a little bit. That uh, what, what they're thinking um, with the young and that, and do a bit of mix because otherwise it will take a long, long time. And listen, if Chelsea's not in Champions League, you're losing money, and also the players, the clock is ticking. I know they're young, but the clock is ticking, and people will want to use them in the Champions League, the other teams. Do you know what I mean? And they will jump on the chance uh, to buy them. And if you don't want to be in the club, okay, they have these huge contracts and that, but someone can buy you out of it. And if you don't want to be there, well, you're going to keep someone in your team that doesn't want to be there because they sign a year contract and he's going to cause mayhem in the changing room. I don't think so. The only way Jose would come back, the only thing that would probably entice Jose to come back is if he had full control of transfers. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. But that is never not going to happen. Never this know. Maybe, they maybe, do, maybe they do it for Jose. Do you know what I mean? They have spent... <laughs> They've spent a lot of money, or even on this transfer recruitment team that is so addictive to football manager, it's unreal. They're not bothered about how they are on a football field. They're bothered about (laughs) stats. They're bothered about figures. They're not bothered about what they're like on the football field. That is not how Jose works. You know that, and I know that. No, that's what I'm saying. They would have to change. They'd have to get rid of the transfer committee for a start. That's the the only way Jose would come back. Mm. And it would be a case of, right, we would buy 26 to 30-year-olds. We would buy proven, established players that have won major honours. Players like Cucurella, gone. Dizazi, gone. Sanchez, mm-hmm. gone. I could go for an hour yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about yeah. these players if Jose was to come back. The problem with that, who's going to buy them? You mentioned it to me yesterday. Who's going to buy these players? For this money, yeah. Mudrick. Hmm. Enzo, and you was, could potentially you know, see Barcelona Madrid one buy him. Of the, one of the most Im- impactful players yesterday with uh, Cole Palmer. And, but nothing, nothing. Not enough. 
you know what I mean? Not enough, yeah. but uh, he was the one that was actually trying to hurt the opposition uh, with Copama. But nah, no, I'm not. Look, I read so many comments about Modric and Lampard said great trainer and this, and I, and I love that. He has so much uh, potential still, young player. But you buy him for a lot of money and his decision-making on the pitch is ridiculous. It's terrible. And everybody it's shocking. That. Fans are not stupid. Fans watch a lot of football, you know, so the fans, some, some, some fans are actually correct. Yeah, very... He needs to go out on loan. Yeah, on loan or... Two years. Take, get, get him RB mm. Leipzig for two years. Get him playing every week in a in a league that Probably. is going to make him That would be a very good step for him uh, to play uh, um, to play um, consistently. Yeah, the big guys for counter attack and that. So mm. you know, Chelsea fans used to, and I remember, you know, when I was younger, Chelsea fans used to scoff at players like Kesman, players like Varon, <laughs> players of that. What I would give for those players now, seriously, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. it's just insane. One player that has been linked with a move away from Chelsea, and he was linked in the summer with a move, and I think there would have been anarchy at Stamford Bridge. There would have been fans pretty much rioting if this guy did leave in the summer. But it seems there is talk that Chelsea potentially are looking to cash in on him again I've in January. Seen it now, man, I've seen it now. Very strange. It's very, very weird. I don't get it. He, and the game he didn't play, we missed him a lot. The games yeah. that he is playing, he's just giving us that little bit extra in midfield that we're currently lacking. I know he's not a proven goal-scoring midfielder, but he gives us something that we're lacking. It's not enough because at the moment we are in a... But who is, uh, who is proven goal-scoring midfielder out there? This isn't, the we, haven't, we haven't got one. Yeah, but who has? Bellingham? Bellingham? Um, good Lord. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Foden, but I wouldn't say... He's not a goal-scoring midfielder, he's a winger. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? Lampard was the only one, man, in the world. Mm. Zidane didn't score too much. Iniesta didn't score too much. Xavi didn't score too much. No. These are no. top players, man. No. Paul Scholes, okay, Paul Scholes, uh, but he was more as a second striker when he was uh, at Manu. Then he went deeper. You Newcastle, who? No, Liverpool, oh. Steven Gerrard. Okay, Steven Gerrard, you can say, goal-scoring midfielder, but not as Lampard, not as much as Lampard. But Steven Gerrard, you can say he mm. was goal-scoring midfielder. Do you know what I mean? So you don't need to buy goal-scoring midfielder, but you do need goals for midfield. I mean, not, we're not talking about 15 goals. We're talking about maybe six, seven Okay, mm. but Caicedo, I don't see him as he, he can score. And Enzo, I think we're not getting best out of him with the way we are set up at the moment. We're talking about Pochettino, which is strange, obviously. I don't know. Exactly. It's £200 million worth of midfield, if you include Gallagher in there. He can't get a tune out of them. And that's our strongest midfield. To be fair, some games they play good, but it's not enough. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's no, exactly. It but is the, not the other no. teams have glimpses against the, the better teams because oh. you... But this is Chelsea, man. <laughs> Seriously. When you consider the standard and 
I don't know whether it's recent or whether this was something that he put on his socials, but John Obi Mikel was quite passionate. He gave a bit of a passionate yeah. rant on the state of Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe it. I believe it was off. I believe it was after the Everton game. If not, it was after the Man United game. Yeah. And he was talking about the standards. You've spoken to me about the standards at Chelsea from how far they've fallen. Drogba's yeah. done it. Yeah. And Florin Maluda's done it as well. These are players mm. that were at the trenches. They knew that even second place wasn't good enough. Now, second place is aspiring. Yeah, that's not Matt, Chelsea. Matt, that's not the the philosophy or whatever it was. Do you know what I mean? No. It was winners, winning all the time. Look, Flo, Flo went before he came. He won titles in uh, Lyon. Drogba uh, yeah. was a Champions League player for Marseille. Been on fire. Do you know what I mean? Deco, Barcelona, Vina, Anelka, winner Belletti. with Arsenal, yeah. winner with Madrid. Belletti, winner with Barcelona. Cavalio, Cole. We can... Carvalho winner with Mourinho. Estico winner with Arsenal. Uh, Paulo Ferreira <laughs> winner with Mourinho. Uh, Jeremy player from Real Madrid. Yeah. So even them, do you know what I mean? Kesman, uh, okay, top scorer in uh, PSV. Hernan Crespo, multiple winner from Italy. Um, and now the spine is weak. I said that. I think I said that on uh, you, Yeah. The spine it is, is weak. very evident that the spine and the is weak. top teams have um the top top teams have strong spines. So we need to get the spine right. Okay, you can put Enzo as a spine. I said to you, I don't think I see though. I'm not having him unless he improves. Cole Palmer, you can have another one spine. You need a striker. Okay, let's say Ossiman, good. Uh, you've got Sterling as well, good. Uh, and then you need centre back. Thiago. Suarez I still don't know about Sterling. I yeah, still don't know about it. Proven Premier League. What do you mean? Sterling is a proven Premier he's League. He's a proven player. Premier League player, but he's been the he's been one of the best players now for last uh, months with uh, Palmer. Hundred percent. But it's your opinion. I'm not taking it away. That's no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's why people is magical. Everybody has a different. Uh, at least you can see, man. Everybody views everything differently. <sighs> I know Sterling is a decent player. He was he's been great for England. He was decent for Man City. There's a reason why he was at Man City for so long. There is a player there. He's just so inconsistent for Chelsea. I know everybody. No, has no, been. no, 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 no. I Chelsea is inconsistent. Has. Chelsea is inconsistent. Yes. But Sterling, that's why I'm talking about spine. So you're building around these players. You're building around Sterling. You're building around Palmer. Osman, let's say he's a striker. Enzo. Uh, you got James right back without injuries, obviously. Uh, you need centre back. Okay, you have Colwell Young. You can put him in the spine, but you need another experienced one next to him. You need the probably left back, uh, unless Ben Chilwell goes back to his best. And you need a solid goalkeeper who is number one. Uh, and that's your spine. That's your spine. Uh, at the moment, uh, so. And put Sterling in any team that's playing for the top and in form, and he's giving you goals. I'm telling you. It is, it is getting quite depressing, especially when you look at upcoming fixtures. We've got Sheffield United coming up on Saturday. I was on a Sheffield United fans podcast yesterday, and they were thinking Chelsea are going to win 5-0, and it's going to be a reaction. I said, no. 
there's not going to be that kind of reaction. I went, it's at Stamford Bridge. Our home form has been poor. If Sheffield United score first, we ain't going to score two or three goals. I mean, it all depends on how... They just got a result as well with the new manager. They got that new manager bounce. You know what I mean? They got the new manager bounce. They won at the weekend as well. So it's going to be... It's not going to be an easy game. It's not going to be an easy game. When you're losing, it's never easy. No. Never easy. No. Because all sorts are going through your head. The fans, obviously, it's a little bit... uh, The fans uh, are getting pissed off. Tension, you know. There's there's a lot of especially with, especially with the away fans. I I knew people that went to Newcastle, Man United, and Everton. They're pissed. They are not happy, and rightfully so. Yeah, when you yeah, look rightfully. at the performances, when you look at are the players really giving it everything? Now I know it's hard to question players' desire or players' mentality, but you have to question from a team's perspective. We just look a bunch of individuals again, like yeah. like like last season. Last season was eleven individuals against teams. This season, yeah, at the moment I don't think we're any better than uh, we were under Lampard last season. No. And that's not part of Frank Lampard as well. Do you know what I mean? Because the Chelsea was uh, in in very difficult place. So Chelsea was in a difficult place because there was a lot of players that didn't want to be there. There was a lot of players that were waiting for the end of the season, yeah. and I think that there was some issues in-house that it affected players and that's how it came with the results. Now, I don't want Potts sacked because who's going to come in mid-season? No, no, so do I. I don't want, I don't want that. Who's going to come in mid-season that's going to do a yeah. better job? There's yeah. somebody mentioned to me about Thomas Frank. Why would you leave Brentford to go to this yeah. circus at, at this Mace, moment in time? Yeah. There's no, yeah. you know, unless you're, unless you're money or orientated. But, Chelsea just needs something. I know we've got Newcastle in the cup. If we can get if we can get past them and we've got a semi-final you know for the new year, then that's yeah, yeah. something. That's something. If we win the yeah. league cup, I would take that. I would I would have I, I would be happy to finish 12th and win the league cup. I would not mind that whatsoever because at least some of the players that have never won anything before yeah, have got, got that winning feeling. And then you've got something. There's something yeah. there. I went to the the the, uh, the Chelsea annual lunch. Yeah, that happened on the first of December. Todd Bowley was there. You couldn't get near him because there was shitloads of security around him. Lampard was there. Couldn't get near him. Di Matteo Zola was there. Couldn't get near him. Other players you mm-hmm. could, and I was quite fortunate to speak to quite a few of them. But they were going through the history of the club. They were going through great moments of the club. So whether it was Chelsea winning the league for the first time in 50 years, Chelsea winning the Champions League with Drogba's penalty, Lampard's goals, Terry's defensive clearances, Drogba's attitude, other players like Joe Carwar, Deco, players like Hasselbank, for Christ's sake, players like, like that. You look at this current crop of players and you look at this current club it's two different clubs all together. Mm. The identity has gone. The Chelsea soul, what Chelsea stood for when I started going, when I started getting addicted to Chelsea, it's gone. And the only way to get it back is not by throwing money at it. It's by learning, getting back to basics, getting 11 Look, players on the throw, pitch you can throw to money play at for it, the badge. You need to get the right players. You need to get yeah, the right you players. Need the right players. 
to play for the badge. Don't play you for can't money. Just, I believe you can't just throw out everything that's been happening at Chelsea recently with the trophies and everything. And you basically threw that out and you started doing your own thing that fans are not uh, associated with. Do you know what I mean? Strange. Yeah, strange. He's, he, he's Todd and his band of Merry Misfits have gone down the American model. And I've, and I've spoken to many American support, supporters of baseball and they've spoken to some of Chelsea fans, some are not. And they've all said Todd's other project, which is the LA Dodgers, they're great at spending, but they're still not a team. What okay. does that sound like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, you know, they can spend money like they're drunken sailors on a night out. That's fine. But when it comes to building a successful team, they can't yeah. do it. And the same has been said with Chelsea. I was all for spending on youth. Madwiki, who we spoke about yesterday from PSV, yeah. I thought there was a top player there. He's not getting game time. Chalaba, a young, still a young player, not getting game time. Probably going to leave as well. Looks like he's going to leave. And it's not his fault. Because mm. I've not seen he's Chalabar... better than Diaz, 100%. I've not seen Chalaba have a bad game. Have you? There's been uh, under Tuchel, there's been a few games that he didn't have good. But okay, under Tuchel at the end, it was the same. Like it is now. We were awful. Yes. But yeah, was, not, uh, not yes. like bad, not like this, but like other players at the moment, yeah. No, but the warning signs were there under Tuchel that something wasn't yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were there was some starch warning signs because I, I was there for a lot of it. Leeds away and Southampton yeah, away. Yeah, Leeds away, crazy. It was, uh, yeah, Mendy with that mistake and just the way Chelsea were playing yeah. that day. Slow. You could see, sluggy. yeah, it was yeah. it was very unChelsea like. But now it's just got worse and worse and worse. But the only thing you have to do is stay positive because otherwise you're looking over your shoulder thinking, can we get to 40 points? There are three worst teams in this league. I'm sure there is. So you have to think positive. Yeah. Um. The longer it goes on without European football, I think the worse it will be financially. And that will be a, yeah. a, a very interesting conversation coming down the line when people talk about how Juventus was affected with financial fair play yeah. and how they are now. I think Chelsea really have to be careful. And if they're not careful, we could be going down a huge rabbit hole in terms of the finances, in terms of financial fair play. Yeah, but yeah you're right. We have to... Well, if we finish where we are now, I think it's... I think Potch has got a lot to answer for. It's not all his fault, but the answer isn't spending 200, 300 million pounds again. That's not the answer. If you get right players in, as I said, then what else can you do? Do you know what I mean? But then you the longer this again, look, these players are not doing it. You need to spend again, but you need to spend correctly. In the right you do position. need to spend correctly. But the problem is now, are those right players going to want to play for Chelsea. And are they available as well in January? Not many teams are going to let you. Exactly. You must overspend in January always. So no. Well, Chelsea have had a habit of overspending in January. Some of it has worked. Others haven't. But it just seems... I mean, again, we spent loads of money last January. Yeah, we did that. 
which is crazy when you when you think about some mm. of the players that we brought in and then some that are injured can't get a game or have or can't get a game because of other players like Trevor Chalabar. Uh, something's got to change. And I'm not talking about the manager. I'm talking about the culture. The culture's got to go back to how it used to be. The only one that can do that is... It won't is... go back quick, though. It won't go back quick. No, it, it, well, it you can't need, now. You it need can't leaders. Now. You need leaders and characters. Do you know what I mean? We, we are missing leaders. And there is there is no proper captain of that team. You could say Silver's the experienced one, but where's his head at? There's talk of him leaving in the summer. Does I he want to stay? I think he's going in the summer. I think he's going in the summer. And again, you lose him in the in the changing room. Who else is there? That's where the scouting comes. I'm available. If you if you're trying to buy, I'm available to look at players 90. if needed. <laughs> if you're trying to buy uh, all these young players, just use some from your academy. Seriously, like, what's the academy there for? Do you know what I mean? People say, "Oh, this player's not good enough." So how do they know that the Brazilian kid is good enough? Listen, he looks he looks decent, but do you know what I mean? Just give someone chance uh, from your academy. Why are you spending so much money on a sixteen-year-old when you've got players probably in your academy? Okay, maybe I don't even know. Probably some of them may be as talented. Do you know what I mean? In the right circumstances, you put them in. Obviously, if you put someone in now, yeah, they probably do a decent job but because the whole team uh is not doing well then you just eat them up you just you can destroy the youngsters do you know what I mean remember Hutchinson Hutchinson was coming on and some games he looked um, he looked awful because the whole team was awful but he's a good player I've seen him play many times and now he's uh at Ipswich doing well and they fight him he's doing really well for, at Ipswich yeah for Premier League yeah so it's right place right time couple of things and then we'll we'll try and get off the rent slash soapbox of the Chelsea Football Club this time next year mm. can you see Pochettino still in charge yes or no I hope so yes I hope so yes do you yeah. think Reese James and Conor Gallagher will be at Chelsea this time next year listen they should be they should be <laughs> but uh with the Gallagher, it's questionable after all these rumours. But for me, they should be. Would you... Uh, f- final question. Don't worry. We're, we're not doing 20 questions, I promise. Fine. You can do as many as you want. I have more time. <laughs> can you see Chelsea signing a striker, a legitimate striker in January? I hope so. I hope so, yeah. They, yeah. We need, we need, yeah. If they get Austin, man, look, Mikel tries to buy him uh, as well. You know what I mean? Mikel is being a secret agent. So um, I hope they get him. I think he would, he would definitely make a difference. But otherwise, who else is available? There, Tony, but he hasn't played yeah. for eight months. Yeah. I mean, what are you waiting for? Ah. Osman. For me, only one is Osman. Maybe Vlahovic, but again, he's from Italy. Vlahovic get, was my choice man, in the summer. Just speak to Lukaku. Get Lukaku back. Like, what is this? Seriously, I told you so many times, and everyone. Chelsea with Lukaku, completely different team. I don't know if this Chelsea, but the one before with Tuchel, 100%. But Lukaku, man, you've got a striker, but he probably doesn't want to be there anyway, so that's fine. 
And he loves Mourinho, so he's not going to leave. Now imagine you get Osteman here, and then you bring what about back Lukaku. Tammy? But listen, no Tammy at the moment, no, because he's still coming back after his cruciate. But look, in summer you've got Lukaku coming back from loan. You've still got him on probably three years or two years. And imagine Osteman and Lukaku up front. What, what else do you want, man? You've got two top strikers in your team. Use them, as you say. That's if he wants to stay. Yeah, they need. They would have to figure out the situation, but. You've got one there. Just fix it up with him. Make some massive interview. Apologise. I'm here for Chelsea. I want to be here. We fixed everything up. I'm sorry to the fans. Imagine Lukaku's course in first five games. You think Chelsea fans will still uh, boo him? Because of what happened before? Of course not. With goals, everything changes. With wins, everything changes. With performances, everything changes. Like that. Like that. Real Madrid fans booed Ronaldo in some games. Cristiano Ronaldo, the top scorer of their history. The winner, they won the Champions League. They, they boo him. They boo Bale. So everybody's getting booed everywhere. Just score and you're not going to get booed. And Lukaku can score, I'm 100% sure. And if they use him correctly, and if you've got, as I said, Osiman, imagine that, man. You can play three at the back as well. Because Chelsea recently, three at the back. You win title with three at the back. You win Champions League with three at the back. Just play three at the back then. So what? You have two strikers. Put your wing backs there to cross them a ball. That's it. You've sold me on get... the idea. I, I've always I liked Lukaku. I need to get Lukaku. my budget uh, now because it's time. <laughs> I've always liked Lukaku. The, the, uh, so do I, man. So do seen I. him. He's, uh, he's a... Man, he's a nice guy as well. Like, I know him since I was 18. I haven't spoken to him for ages, but he doesn't change. He's a good heart, good guy, man. Speaks multiple languages. Like, good boy, man. So he's not like he's going to do some bullshit in the change room, I believe. Unless he changed. But I don't believe so. He's the captain of his national team, so I guess he's not an idiot. Do you know what I mean? Do you think the issue with Lukaku was more Tuchel rather than the club? Yeah, probably, yeah. But it happens. It happens with yeah. anywhere. I had the problems with managers before. Yeah. With my mistakes, sometimes you are stubborn. Look at Sancho now. He's stubborn. Doesn't want to say maybe uh, sorry. Uh, for whatever reason, and Ten Hag mm. said, if he says sorry, then he's back. Just mm. go and say something, and you can be back. You're playing for Man United, eighty thousand people watching you every game. You're playing for one of the biggest clubs in the world. You can't. You don't want to say sorry. <laughs> what is this, man? <laughs> Weird. Weird so generation. You've heard it. If you've heard it here. First, folks, we are advocating for Mr. Romelu Lukaku to return to Chelsea either in January or at the end of the season. So please, Roma, let him go. Yeah, I think um... Mourinho won't let him go in Jan. <laughs> so probably end of the season. Depending where, depending what league Chelsea are in come the end of the season, Lukaku yeah, yeah, might do well in the championship. We are hopefully going to be positive about the Sheffield United game coming up on Saturday. I I think we will win. Just yeah, hope. Um, yeah, I have. Listen, I I I can't predict a Chelsea fixture now because Chelsea again. Chelsea have just gone completely full circle. Um, but let's hope. 
we can only hope and let's see what happens in January. I'm sure that Pochettino is speaking to the football manager addicts in the recruitment department, talking <laughs> about what players to go for. So we shall see. But we hope you've enjoyed today's episode, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on a, a rant slash review. Uh, we will be back very, very soon. We will be doing a little bit of a Christmas special as well. Me and Milan will be putting right. our Santa hats on and talking about the fine year that was uh, 2023 for Chelsea Football Club. We'll be talking about the not so highs, but the very incredible lows. So we'll be talking about that as well. We'll be trying to give you some festive cheer during the Christmas holidays as well. So if you like what you've heard, find us on X at the Blue Day Pod. Find Milan Laukovic on X as well. He's not hard to find. He's he's also telling everybody how it is. Not like Joey Barton, though. But you can find (laughs) us on Instagram as well, at the Blue Day Podcast, where we will put up videos and clips. And you can also catch up on some of our interview archives as well. We are talking to... uh, I haven't told Milan this, actually, but we are talking to two... Premier League title winners for potential interviews for um, 2024. Nice. Hopefully. Um, (laughs) Hopefully. And you could also find us on Facebook.com to join the 13,000 followers we have on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Blue Day Podcast. But I also also would like to congratulate everyone who has followed our show and that has made us the 28th best football podcast of 2023. I still don't know how, but thank you to those who have done that. You can find it, you can find the article on our Facebook page, um, courtesy of Feedspot or Feed Sports, I can't remember their actual name, but the lad who contacted me from uh, California, very nice guy indeed, told me the news that we was voted the 28th best podcast. So I'm I'm happy with that. That's, that's, not, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. I do thank Milan, though. I think Milan might have uh, gave him a couple of quid just to sort of bump it up <laughs> a little bit, maybe. Um, but all in all, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being part of the show. We... In- encourage you to get in touch with us as well by the blue day podcast at gmail.com and also you can like i said contact us on socials contact milan as well on socials and he will tell you why romelu lukaku is still a top striker i have been keith lawrence he's been milan laukovic milan any final words before we eventually go up the blues let's win on saturday win or lose up the blues there you go ladies and gentlemen stay safe and carefree